0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Elevate Retake. My name is Kelvin. Happy that you're listening from wherever around the world you are listening. Uh, Thank you so much for the support that you give to Elevate. It is unbelievable how we have seen this podcast grow over the last six months. Uh, Between you and God working out and sharing the episodes, we've practically doubled our listenership in six months, which is pretty crazy. We're up to 15,000 plays and downloads. I mean, it's just... God's just doing amazing things uh, through this podcast, and it is not our credit, his glory. But you that are listening, sharing the episodes to whoever you feel may need a little bit of Jesus uh, during their day. So I'm glad to be back in studio. Last week we didn't have an episode, um, and I am not alone in studio. I have a very special guest on the campus of Southwestern Adams University, and I'm going to let him introduce himself here in just a second. But, uh, but we're back, and we're ready. So. Let's get to the wonderful man sitting across from me right now. <laughs> Sir, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and uh, what your role is on our campus.
1: Hello, my name <laughs> is Christian Tarbox, and I have a lot of different roles on That's true. Southwestern Adventist University's campus, um, but I would say the main one is Student Association President. Mm. Yeah, and then quick, followed so closely behind by student intern here at Keene Church. That's right. So.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, two big positions. Yeah. not far from each other, right yeah. across the street.
1: That's right. Thankfully, that it works out. It does, <laughs> and thank God it does too, because it <laughs> might not be able to be manageable if it wasn't.
0: That is, that's pretty cool. We are honored to have the president. That's how I'm going to address you. <laughs> I'm just Christian. <laughs> there is a there is a Secret Service guy right outside the door here. <laughs> that's just keeping track, making sure everything's okay. Uh, that's right. <laughs> uh, but no, man, thanks so much for being here. Of um, powerful message that, that you gave us this past Sabbath at Elevate. Um, so I just want to get that out of the way. God, man, God
1: I, was using you for sure. I really appreciate that. And I got to It's all God, man. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I know that's so cliche, but sure. it's so true. It's so <laughs> true. Um, I, and it's funny because, uh, just like I started my message off, I was preaching to myself. It was me preaching to myself. Mm. And I think that's sometimes when you get, um, the most Holy, Holy spirit led, yeah. Messages is when yeah. it's just like yo God, like I need to hear this, mm-hmm. you know?
0: I've just always felt like it has to hit you first. Yeah. Before you can like like share what Jesus has done yeah. with you know in your life to other people. 100 so, percent So all right, Mr. President Christian. <laughs> we ask all of our guests a very simple yet, I don't know, maybe a deep question. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we like a raw answer so we don't prepare you ahead of time. That's all right. I like so, that. Sir, right now, what would you say makes you who you are
1: Hmm. my presence just uh always trying to be funny laughing Mm -hmm. um trying to just be charismatic and uh either notice people when they're down or if they're having a good day make it even better Um, Mm -hmm. and that's not just trying to be self-glorifying be like hey look at me it's just like hey like um i just want to have fun and i want to make Sure, other people are smiling and in that mm-hmm. process. And so uh that presence of just being like, Hey, like I recognize you're here and Ooh. I'm here too in that recognition.
0: Mm. That's big because I don't think people like I think people are like they're searching for that, like maybe not on purpose, but like they're looking for like a friend to like know that they're there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and the fact that, you know, you've taken on that as like, that's my thing. I'm going to make sure that like you're, you're felt like in the room, you know? Yeah. It's pretty cool. And I,
1: it's, uh, you know, doing to others as you'd want to in yourself because I used yeah. to be the person that wasn't recognized mm. and they didn't know that, you know, people didn't know I was there. And, and so, um, I always I fail at it a lot of times, but when I can or when I'm cognizant of it is being aware of the outliers, you know, those people that you can just, you pass by every single day and yeah. you know, you're on your way to your friend group and it's just like, Oh, Hey, like, how are you, you know yeah. what I mean, or you just notice something funny and and just point it out and just seeing someone laugh that smile you know what I mean, of just mm-hmm. like whatever their whatever headspace, whatever thoughts might have been going good or bad, um and a lot of times it seems like bad nowadays is like it kind of snaps them out of it, and you get this brief uh moment of just being like, "Oh, I don't have to worry about whatever's mm-hmm. going on, and I think that's cool,
0: what's cool about that is that I think that's a form of ministry, I
1: hear you, I hear you
0: like. I think people have an idea that like ministry has to be some big grandiose thing yeah. from the platform or like president of, you know, a conference or like a huge religious institution, but it can be as simple as like Jesus wants you to make somebody smile today. Like yeah. that's enough of ministry, you know? Yeah. I truly
1: believe and I, I wish there was actual Bible verses to back it up, but I know Jesus <laughs> has a sense of humor. I know has God to. Does, you know what I mean? I know he laughs. I just I yeah, there's no way we see laughing and and not being having yeah. you know him doing him something that he does you know
0: I can't imagine that like on the boat he wasn't cracking jokes with all the guys yeah. all the disciples you know like they had to like they had to have those like something. friend brotherly moments you know Yeah absolutely That's really cool Um I want to ask you a little bit about your positions on campus maybe so from from more of like the leadership standpoint Yeah Uh do you feel like you've been a, a, a innate leader just like your whole life was this something that like you kind of randomly ran across like, hey, you know what? I'm going to be SA president one day and, <laughs> and like internet and a huge Adventist church. I don't know if that was part of your dream. I just kind of want to know how you got to that. Like, okay, I've been called to be a leader moment.
1: Oh, it, it's a little bit of both. Like okay. I definitely felt it my whole life of like kind of like that natural born leader. But that was mostly just because I was like the oldest. So you kind of like okay. thrust into that position. But I've always been more of maybe not, like that main person that's leading the charge all the time. But I am a lot of times that good background leader is -hmm. when the main leader has said something and then everybody kind of like goes about doing their stuff. And I'm like, all right guys, let's go off and let's, let's, let's start this and Mm -hmm. and go with the plan. Um, but even in high school, like I just had like a natural inclination, you know what I mean? And, uh, just, I don't know. So part of it was that, um, in terms of like where I'm at now and saying, Oh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be this or that. Bro, literally, like coming to southwestern, my whole mindset was just like, I just, I all I'm good at or all I'm good for is to pick things up and put things down, <laughs> and if I can serve God and be a missionary and do that, yeah, amen. Like that, that will bring so much purpose. And so I tell people like I'm living my dream right now, mm. um, to be able to have all the opportunities and and so many blessings that that God has poured out of my life, I couldn't ask for any more. But um i'm thankful and i i take those positions very seriously um in terms of the effect but at the same time not taking it too serious because again i like to have fun i like to make people mm-hmm. laugh and i don't like there to be such a tension, you know what i mean and so a lot of people will on campus they know like all act goofy and they're like this is our president i'm <laughs> like and then they're like well wh- like how do you not take yourself so serious i'm mm-hmm. like You know, I don't have nuclear launch codes. (laughs) Like, like there, there's people's lives aren't literally in my hand, and so it's just like, you know, just really recognizing my position, saying how how can I elevate the student's life? Mm -hmm. And for me, an elevation for myself is just having a better day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Laughing a little bit, um, whatever the stress is, and saying you know what, maybe it's not as serious as I think. Mm -hmm. But then knowing how to flip that switch, and when it is serious, is, is like okay, now it's time to dial in. It's time to focus up and. Know when to not uh to read the room, so to speak, you know <laughs> read the yeah yeah, so yeah, I don't there wasn't a a direct moment, but it's funny because I've definitely seen um as I've developed and gone closer in my relationship with God, kind of getting that spiritual vision of seeing mm-hmm. throughout my life like man God has been preparing me you know in different steps to be at the spot, you know what i mean and and in the different positions he had has had me in, but again, like uh also a lot of humbling moments of realizing. Man, I have so much more to grow, Mm -hmm. so much, and I don't want to ever think that I've got it, or think that, oh man, like I've reached it, you know. And um, just trying to stay as humble as I can all throughout that walk is so important.
0: I think that's such a fantastic quality of leadership. It's like knowing that tomorrow I got to be better, and I'm gonna get better, and I've got work to do. Yeah, Um, because I think the people around you see that, and they'll respect. Yeah, it's like you know. Oh, this guy just not up here, thinks he knows it all. You yeah. know. And, you know, like for example, I, I work at the radio station and, and I've said this here before. One of the things that they tell us radio DJs, look, one percent better every day. Mm, I love that. And if you just take like a baby step to be one percent better in four weeks' time, you'll already be miles ahead of where you yeah, were. You know? Absolutely. Um, and so I like that. I I wonder so over the last Two and a half years, I think our world has been turned upside down like 18 times (laughs) Um, in a a variety of different ways. Obviously, the biggest one being the pandemic, but I'm just curious, you're now in a leadership position on a college campus. Yeah. Let's say there's a maybe young person or college student at their local church or wherever God has maybe called them to lead. Uh, What encouragement would you give them, despite the world that we live in, how would you encourage them to kind of keep on leading wherever God has called them to lead?
1: man, I'd say even more so when times are tough, God calls even louder. Um, Mm -hmm. and that you have been made specifically for great things and that all that you are, all that God has made you to be, he'll use every fiber of your being, um, for his glory and in service to others. And to me, that's the best part is because, yeah, you could do it for yourself, sure, but man, the, the return on investment, so low, so low. And, uh, you know, helping people like you—you know—you don't only get that blessing in person, but even more so, like leading them to Christ in just your character. You know, being that that Bible that people see. Mm. Like, man, like to me, that's the true treasure, right? You know, that true treasure in heaven. And uh, I feel like if you're someone who's feeling like, man, I don't have worth, or I, I, um, man, what can I do in this time? I felt the exact same way before coming to Southwestern. I literally two days before I came here, I didn't think I, I didn't know if I should come here because it was a pandemic, and I was like, Is it worth it? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Is it worth it? And I remember the elder that I talked to at my church. he was just like, you know god, God can use you, but he doesn't use everybody, and that's a conversation you have to have between you and him, yeah, and to me, it was not even of just like, Hey, I'm gonna go do this, but it was just like Isaiah is just like, Lord, here I am, yeah, like like i I just I am willing, and in that willingness, man, he just like Oh, you're willing? I'll, man, I will catapult you to all these different places that, you know, like it reminds me of the verse, I'm looking to and fro across the earth for someone to stand in the wall, to stand stand in that breach and be my man, be my person. And we need more of those people. You know, there's so many leaders out there, so many leaders. There's not enough Christian leaders. Mm. And I think that's so uh, important, especially as we go into these more, turbulent times, crazy times, you know, you said two and a half years is like, we need those people that are going to stand up, um, but stand upon the rock, which is Jesus Christ and, uh, stand up for his character. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, and emulate that and show that to the people around us.
0: Where did you draw the inspiration for the message? Oh,
1: man, it was, it was Specifically within that week, um, it was like the ignition, uh, because I had already been doing I'd already planned on doing and was doing the week of prayer for NDAA. Okay. And so when Emily asked me, I was like, I I'm a terrible person in terms of like always saying yes to things. <laughs> always mad. I know it's not in my vocabulary, and that's to my detriment. But she asked me and I was like, I should say no, but I definitely felt the prompting of the Holy Spirit, and I was like, I'm gonna say yes, and then she's like, "Well, I need, you know, I need the title, the theme, the verse." And I'm like, "You know, by Wednesday." And that was she asked me. I think on Monday, and I was like, "Okay, you know, let me think about it." And I was going through, and I was just like, it, "I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this." And I, it just came down to like, "Man, God, I just, I, I have realized I need to just surrender this to you, and just, uh, you know, allow you to speak through me." And and Lord, I need you to tell me what 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 is the people at Keene Church need to hear? What is, or just that that's one person, you know, if just mm-hmm. one can hear it and, and their life be affected. But even more so, this whole semester has been, as I try to do more, as I try to hold on or think I know best, I've realized over and over again and being reminded, I have to let go. Mm-hmm. I have to surrender and say, Lord, it might not make sense in the world, you know, quote unquote, but you give all wisdom. You know, and fear of you is the beginning of wisdom. And for me, it's just like, I just need to as the as the times of life get more stressful, I was more busy, I have to um prioritize my time with you to allow you to give me that wisdom to handle everything else. Yeah. And it's like from that, from that relationship standpoint, everything flows forth of allowing it to be better handled, better managed. And, uh, you know, God just working in ways where it's like, as soon as I trusted him and I, I, I just like, man, God, I need you to do it. He's like, no problem. I got you. Mm. That was the best choice you could have made, Mm. you know? And so I'm just, you know, I, I'll tell you what, I went back to my room after that sermon and even each day after the NDAA sermons, I was like, God, you're just so good. You're so good for showing up time after time. And even when I, you know, before I go and preach the sermon, I have this anxiety and like, Lord, you know, is this, is this, this when needs to be said? And that, you know what I mean? Lord, just be with me as I speak and mm-hmm. don't let it be me. And it's just like coming out of it and be like, Lord, like I I felt your presence. You yeah. know what I mean? And thank you for that. Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> you kind of walk off the stage and you're like, what did I just say? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, like, even like coming that here. That <laughs> had to be completely God. It's like, yeah, you know, uh, uh, I, I feel that that's, that's really cool. Um, this idea of uh, of of like being able to let it go, I think it's so hard for our brains. I think you touched on it, like our human side. It doesn't it, like we want to be able to hold on to things because we like to have everything under control. Absolutely, the certainty. And so, like, it doesn't make sense for me to let go and and like give God something when I'm like in reality living that moment out. <laughs> like, okay, God, here are my studies, but like. I'm here every day studying, like I'm going to class. Like how how can I like fully hand that over to you and our brains? They just don't like they don't get that.
1: It does not compute.
0: (laughs) It doesn't go well in our head. Yeah. You know? And I think that's where that moment comes in where like our relationship with God comes to test. And 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 we have to be like, Look, God, I'm gonna spread all this out before you. And then your will. Yeah. Your will take over at that point, you know? Absolutely. Your Bible verse, Luke nine twenty three. it says, and then he said to them all, if anyone desires to come after me, let them deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Explain this denying self thing for anyone that could be wondering.
1: <clears throat> I. What to, does that look like to you? To me, it's like uh, two wills. It's like my will and God's will. And it's like my will is always going to want to be self-serving. Um, my will is always looking for the payout, you know what I mean? Like, what do I get out of this? You know what I mean? And um I've also noticed in in my past and the way that I've done things, my will has always fallen short of what I hoped. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And always fallen short of my expectations. And I've just seen in my own life, just like when I say, God, you know, let your will be done. You know what I mean? Let let me stop thinking that I know the best way or that, you know what I mean, I got it figured out. And let me just say, Lord, what is it that I need to figure out? What, what can you show me? You know what I mean? And, and going to the person that sees all things, you know, sees forward and back and, and even more so knows me better than I know myself Mm. and says, you know what I mean? Gives me the wisdom of, and through that relationship of trust of being like, you know, you should go this way. And, uh, it's not like, you know, God is like before the sermon, Hey, you know, you should do this, but it's more just that in that surrender, it's kind of like you clear yourself out of, all these expectations and all mm-hmm. these, all these things that you have built your mind of, like this is my plan forward, and it's like I'm gonna go to the throne first and be like, Lord, you know what's what's my what's the what's the mission? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What's what's the orders? You know what I mean? And then after having that conversation with God, then going and doing the plan. Mm-hmm. You know, then saying, okay, what is it that I feel that should happen? And it's really just like a t- a touch and go. Like, Lord, I'm checking in with you before I I go out and start my day. And then seeing him work through that, opposed to me just be like, "Nah, God, you just hang out there. I got this," (laughs) you know. And every time I do that, man, I'm falling off the side of the cliff. You know what I mean? I'm going off the road, and I'm and then I get in the weeds. I'm like, "Lord, help me out." You know what I mean? I'm up into my neck in this, and you know, he always gets me out. But for me, it's like I'm so thankful he's giving me a little ounce of wisdom to be like, "Hey." Come talk to me before mm. you get lost. You know what I mean, and mm. and I'll help you out. I'll, I'll guide your footsteps, and I'm thankful for that. Yeah, you no, know.
0: absolutely. I think of like the children of Israel before they would go out <laughs> to battle. I like that, like the, you know, like David, he would reach out to God, and be like, "All right, God, am I supposed to go to battle here?" You know, like yeah. that's a really cool thing for me because now that that that's like me in my life. All right, God, am I supposed to walk in that door? Because yeah. if not, then like you know, I, I'm not going to um. And a lot of things that you talked about, we could easily do on our own. Yeah, facts. But when the Bible says like God wants us to live an abundant life, that's that's filled with joy. It's like, man, I'm here to help you. You just got to yeah, come to me. Absolutely. Like, yeah. just give me your stuff. Like, I can help. You know.
1: <laughs> and he desires to help. He's like, I'm I'm waiting yeah. there. I want I'm I want to. I mm-hmm. want to desperately. And I feel like sometimes we feel like God some far off idea that mm-hmm. he's just he could care less. But it's so completely the opposite where he's just so intimately attentive to your life and every aspect, every little thing where it's just like, man, the more we can allow him to just be a part of it, um, the closer that relationship is. And I feel like the more that we feel that that uh, that happiness and that joy and that abundance of life because it's like, man, finally, I almost I almost imagine God is like, finally, you let me <laughs> in. You know, I've been knocking yeah. at the door of your heart for mm-hmm. so long and you is all I've wanted the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: When you... When you think of full surrender, maybe without getting into a ton of details, what has been the hardest kind of part of that like word surrender in your walk with Jesus? I would say
1: vices, hidden sins, Mm -hmm. you know, because we all, I, you know, we all suffer that. We got skeletons somewhere. That's right. (laughs) And, and I feel like, um, the things that are coping mechanisms, the things that are, the things that we prioritize in time, instead with our time instead of time with god mm-hmm. i think of the things that i struggle with because it's easy for me to go to my comfort zone you know watching a watching a a program or playing games or you know what i mean talking to someone um where it's so easily that i can just get sidetracked and just be doing it for selfish region- mm-hmm. reasons instead of lying, God into that conversation too, because a lot of times I relegate it just to like, Hey Lord, I'm going to, I'm about to preach. No, I need you right now. Mm-hmm. And not going home and be like, Hey Lord, I'm about to watch some Netflix. I need you right now. <laughs> and really it's I like, you. you know, like, yes, there's more, there's more impact and there's more, um, it, it affects more people when you have those moments, you know what I mean? that you ask God for, um, but I truly believe that God desires to be with us at all times Mm -hmm. and to be involved in every aspect of our life. And so where I struggle with in that total surrender is, um, the moments people might not see, Mm -hmm. you know, or the moments that I feel like I do have a handle on it. And a lot of times I don't, you know, or I, you know, the, the enemy will trick you into saying, Oh no, you're, you're all right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's good. You know, you'll be here. You know what I mean? And slowly you're veering off the, off that path, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, letting little things get between you and God and. Um, and that's my choice, you know, not, not that God, that there's anything again in between me and God, but I allow things to, I put things there, yeah. you know what I mean? And I realize later, I'm like, man, I just shouldn't have done that. But I'm so thankful that he's just like, he's always there waiting, you know what I mean? To be like, Hey, like we can work on this. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We can, uh, if you would l- if give me permission, if you let me, I'll take that out of your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so total surrender is letting go of the things that I want to hold on to. That make me feel comfortable and reevaluating what what that what comfort means, mm-hmm. you know, and what goodness is. So
0: I think if we're able to have like victory over those things with God on our side, I think that's what humanity's looking at. Like yeah. when they look at our Christian walks, they're like, okay, we get all the nice and pretty stuff on the outside, but like, can God like like work on the on the inside stuff, you yeah. know, the stuff that I don't want anybody to see, like you talked about? Yeah. That's what I think humanity's searching for. They're searching for an answer and we have it. And if they can see it like displayed in our life, like we're fully surrendering to him, man, the impact that we could have is crazy. Yeah. Last question here. Um, Somebody's listening. I don't know who it is from wherever around the world. We've got listeners in Philippines (laughs) and the Ireland. Ireland. awesome. all over the place, somebody's listening and they've been listening for the past 20 or so minutes. And they're like, all right, well, Kelvin and then Christian, that sounds great. It sounds fantastic. But like, how can I start that process? Like, like what like what baby step can I take to begin this full surrendering process? What would you tell that person?
1: Oh man, I would say, have you ever felt that rise of emotion in your chest? That moment when you feel like the pressure is on you, you feel like the you know, you're almost choking on whatever's coming up, whether it's stress, whether it's anger, whether it's um depression. Uh anything that has made you feel down and you feel it you feel it in, you feel it in your being, at that moment, just pray. Mm. Just say Jesus. It doesn't have to be a long prayer. It doesn't even need to be anything more than just help me. You know, and I truly believe the Holy Spirit's right there, just ready to intercess for you, ready to help you out. And God is always listening, mm. always listening for you. Um, and also to remember just consistency over perfection. I feel like sometimes we always feel like we have to become dressed up and prettied and you know washed off, and God wants you just as you are, mm-hmm. and He'll start doing the cleaning. Mm-hmm. And even more so is uh, the devo- a devoted life. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times, I feel like people say, "Oh, you know, do that morning devotion, do that evening devotion." If morning devotion, and evening devotion looks like one minute in prayer and one minute in the Bible, hey, you got to start somewhere. I'm mm-hmm. um, I'm a terrible runner. Uh I'm a big dude and so for me a few minutes on a treadmill mm. but that builds mm-hmm. that builds and and do what's manageable do what is comfortable but just always remember God's right there and he cares intimately about everything that you go through.
0: I love that. Christian, thank you so much. Of course, it's a joy. It was, fun. Uh, it was a great conversation and I know that somebody wherever they may be or what whatever they may be doing will be blessed for sure. Man, praise um, God. So, thank you so much for the message, and thank you so much for taking some time to be here uh, for the podcast. Yeah, and thank you for doing the hosting. You're oh, doing great. I got you. Uh, <laughs> I try. I try my best. They keep me around for some reason. So, <laughs> you doing I try. something right? I try. I'm doing <laughs> something right. Um, but yeah, thanks so much, guys, for wherever you are, um, however you may be listening. Like I always say, at the end of every episode, you don't know the impact that you could make by just simply clicking that little share button wherever you're listening to this podcast. Amen. If you throw it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever it is you could be popping up this podcast on somebody's feed that needs to see it. Um, Make sure and go back and listen to the message as well, if you want to do that as well. And uh, you can listen to Christian in full uh, during his message. So uh, thanks so much for everything that you guys do. Again, thanks, Christian. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. And like we always say here at Elevate, there's always room for one more.